Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Monday, April 12th edition of the MMA OB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin, joined by the big man there, Mr. Marcel. What's going on, big man? Hi, what's up? Good to be back. Um, new week, new thoughts, new uh, reviews, new recaps, new previews. So, yep. yeah. No, for sure. For sure. And we're going to do like all of them today. We're going to do Vegas, uh, the recap. That was the card, Marvin Vittori, Kevin Hall, and great card. And then uh, Bellator as well. And there's some news and stuff, like Conor McGregor's in the news. You want to just start with Bellator? I mean, like while people are showing up, let's just start with Bellator. I think people would rather hear us talk about the UFC when there's more people here. So let's talk about Bellator first, Marcel. Um, took place Friday night. Did you watch the card? Uh, I watched uh, a few fights. And after that, I've watched the highlights, what I saw, because it's too late for me, man. I have to work the day after. So oh, totally understandable, man. Yeah, no, totally understandable. I, like, we're lucky now that they actually uh, they ha- have it on YouTube now for us. I didn't even think we were going to be able to watch it, um, like, on t- legal means, I guess. But I, I do hate that it's a little bit later on Friday, and I wish it started a little bit earlier. Overall, though, I mean, it was a pretty damn good card, I think. Um, you know, there's on the prelims, there was quite a bit that happened, mostly, like, uh, decisions. But there was this one guy who got a, a Japanese necktie, uh, Marcel, Jalen Bates. Did you see that submission? He got a Japanese neck. I don't see that at the UFC or Bellator level. I I only saw the the actual choke, but I haven't seen the whole fight. So I no, I'm completely being being completely honest. I did skip the prelims too. I had a nap after work on Friday, um, mm-hmm. and then I watched the main card. But I did see the Dalton Rasta fight. I said that last week with AJ. I'm like maybe Tony Johnson can win this fight, but I was wrong about that one. Dalton Rasta is an absolute beast. Um, and then what else on the prelims? This girl Diana. Abs Ragova. Here's the thing, though, right? Like, she looks good, Marcel, but the girl she beat is terrible. Like, let's be honest. You know what I mean? Like, so that's the Bellator matchmaking style now. They 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 match up like good prospects with like fighters that they could get destroyed by. You know what I mean? It's like Valerie Lareda's next fight, right? Same thing. You can rather say they match up hot chicks with uh, girls who cannot fight that great. <laughs> that's what they do. That uh, that's political incorrect to say, but that's what they do. Yeah, well, I like this. They just want to. They just want to promote these kind of girls who, who look good, and uh, they give them some canned feeders. So, um, I mean, I'm yeah, she looked good. No disrespect at all to to Asaragova. She looked very good in that fight. But, I mean, Tara Graf also didn't look good against Loreda. So, I mean, yeah, I don't know to see what uh, what to think about it. Here's your knockout. You can see it, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was a vicious knockout. The girl didn't even put her hands up. I mean, it's a good knockout, but like, who did she beat? Who is Tara Graf, right? So, but yeah, I mean, you could tell why Belter's high in this girl. I mean, she's obviously really good looking, and can she fight? I guess, I mean, based on what we saw. But I don't know, Marcel. I gotta be honest. Like fighters like her and like um, Valerie, like I'm just not convinced that they're like really that great of fighters. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're kind of. I, I think you're you. with me on that one too. Um, yeah. Anyways, let's get to the rest of this card. It was a damn good card, like I said, man. Um, did you see the Dan Moret fight with Goatee and Mochi? Did you watch the fight? I did. Yeah, I watched that one. Yeah. And what did you think, man? I think it was close, man. I think. Um, yeah, I agree. Uh, I, I, I wasn't upset with 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 the decision, to be honest, man. I think I could have gone both ways. Um, yeah. I thought. Um, I mean, listen, man. People got listen. Yamochi is uh, very popular with with Bellator fans, you know. So he, he's kind of if, if he's in a in a close decision, people gonna be yeah. pissed, you know. And, and people uh, lost Marat, money too on this fight. I mean, yeah. it's not like I predicted the upset here. I was telling you guys last Thursday with AJ, I'm like, Yamauchi's a guy that we want to trust with our money. He always wins. I was wrong. Mm-hmm. 
I think that Moret won the fight. I honestly do. And I didn't have money on him. People were like, oh, you must have had a bet on him. I'm like, why would I have a bet? That's the thing, Marcel. Like, there's no benefit of me saying that, though, guys. If I have a bet and I'm like, oh, this guy got robbed, there's no benefit. There's no point. I just accept it and move on. I'm like, all right, I lost my bet. Move on to the next one. You know what I mean? Like, for me, it's math, man. It's just, it's like, did you win or did you lose? And on this one, you know, I, I made a bad pick. I thought Moret won in the first and third round. You know, um, the first round, Here's the thing, like he got knocked down really early, Yamochi, right? And then he had this back control thing, but he didn't even try a submission with it. He just had control. So I actually think it's a pretty good scorecard. John McCarthy was pissed. I heard you you heard it, Marcel. He was really angry about it. Um, I'm not sure what to think about John McCarthy. I mean, because to me, he's like obviously the guy who wrote the rule book, which is the crazy thing. And I'm not going to be like, oh, this guy is not a judge of fight when he's the one who wrote it. But at the same time, like he's very like – like during this fight, he like basically was saying it was a robbery. There's no robbery in this fight, man. I mean, it was a super close fight. Could have went either way. If you guys lost in Melchi, it happens, man. It's one of these things where we try not to bet on big chalk, and this can burn us sometimes, right? I thought he, I thought he probably won. I mean, he could have won the fight, but I thought Moret actually edged it out. What were you gonna say? Ah, man, John McCarthy should have stick with officiating, man. To be honest, I mean, I don't think he's a great commentator at all, and uh, I probably got some shit for that, but I don't care. Um, he's. In my opinion, very biased all the time, man. What, yeah, what he's he pretty said. biased. I mean, I don't like have a problem with John. Like, I did have an issue with him a few months ago on Twitter. You guys probably saw yeah. that. Well, it's an article I wrote. We talked about it on DMs. I haven't talked to him since. Um, I have a lot of respect for him because he's obviously Me one too. of the yeah, he's one of the OGs of the game, right? But mm-hmm. I like him better as a ref and a commentator, man. He's kind of like very Same. opinion. He's very opinionated. And um, that's what they're going for him and Josh Thompson. That's great. And that's how you get people to watch your show. They're doing a great job of it. They got a lot more viewers than us. So they clearly know what they're doing. But I just think he gets gets very fixated on one fighter sometimes and ignores what the other guy's doing. What are you going to say? The, pro- the problem is he uh, sells his opinion as a fact. You know what I mean? And sometimes his opinion is just not right. You know, and I agree. sometimes I also have an opinion what is not right, but I don't sell it as a fact. You know, it yeah. just is my opinion. Yeah. But um, and the, you know, that, that's something that bothers me. It's scary too because you know if you're a fan, right? You're watching, you're listening to the commentary. John McCarthy saying this fight is clearly in this guy's favor. I think he scored at thirty twenty seven, which is crazy to me. A lot of people gave uh, the to the third round. I don't agree with that at all. It came out of the first round, right? He, he scored Machida Musashi for Machida. This yeah, I remember that too. Dollar. Listen, I mean, like what the hell. Yeah, like we're all going to make bad scorecards. I've had bad scorecards too. You got, I've been on MMA, MMA decisions since like 2012 or 13. There are some bad scorecards I wish I could have back on there. There's no doubt about it. But, you know, in general, I'm not one of these people that it's like, if it's a close fight, calling robbery. You know what I mean, Marcel? Like, yeah, there's yeah. robberies like Diego Sanchez and Ross Pearson. That's a robbery. I, I thought Manel Cape was a robbery when every media, like 30 media members had it for him and zero for, uh, Nicola, you know, I think that was a robbery. But this fight, no, it's not a robbery, guys. It's unfortunate you know, people lost their parlays. It, it, it sucks, trust me, but it happens. Yeah, what say? But that bothers me as well, man. I mean, if you have a parlay or you have a bet on somebody, don't try to make him look like he won, you know? If you think he won, if it's a close fight, you can't call There's robbery. No because yeah. you're bad. But there are many people who do that, man. Also, when, for example, I, I give you the Vittori against Holland fight. The first round was very close, in my opinion. But I favored Vittori in that round. Some people did Holland, okay. But then I got virtually attacked by everybody. It's like, no, it's a clear 10-9 round for Holland. It's like, it's not a clear 10-9 round. And yeah. it's just my opinion. I don't say my opinion is correct, but it's my opinion. It's what I've watched. So that's what I think. And I'm not going to score uh, based on who I want to win. I score on the on based on what I see. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. no, I agree. Dude, 
I'm watching the fights and it's like, there's no point, guys, seriously, there's there's no point for me to be like, this guy won just so I could say, oh, my bet should have cashed. There's no, like, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. There's no point. So when I watch fights, I ignore everything that happened before the fight. I'm watching the five minutes and I judge it by each round. There's yeah. no evening up and stuff. It's just like, who won the five minutes? Who won the five minutes? Who won the five minutes? In this case, I did think Barrett won the fight. A lot of people disagree. They called me an idiot. No worries. But I just think a lot of people listen to John McCarthy's commentary as like gospel. It's his opinion, guys. Yes, he's a ref and a judge. He's great. But you have to remember, he's also he's also commentating the fight while he's judging, right? Like, they should have someone. Remember Eddie Bravo back in the day in the UFC? Yeah. He just judged the fight. You'd have it either between around. Eddie, who do you think won the round? They should get that back in the UFC and Bellator. Have someone quickly between the rounds. Who do you think won the round? What did you score the round? Like, like even um, even if it's like Trevor Whitman that's doing it or something, you know? But someone that's, that's good at judging fights and that they pay a decent amount of money so they actually take the job seriously. So yeah. that's just my opinion. I think judges in general, like how much are these judges getting paid, Marcel? Maybe they're getting no paid a thousand no bucks idea. a night. I heard it was like a thousand a night. That's what I've heard from a judge and a ref. He judged, um, he ref that card, Gustafson and uh, Jones in Toronto. He, he, I think he judged three fights on that card and refereed one, or maybe he just judged them anyways. He's a friend of mine. Um, and he told me he made a thousand bucks for that card. You know, Marcel, like, I don't know if it's different pay in the states versus us or versus commission but i just think in general these guys probably don't get paid a lot of money and they should because there's so much money on the line guys careers on the line so anyways it was a close fight um just getting to the rest of this, these uh, fights on the card cats and gown defeats olivia parker i mean that was an absolute joke of a fight um we all knew she'd win that and then adam borch my boy the other adam Pizza, uh, beats Jeremy Kennedy. I did call that one, which was good. And then Liz Cormuch beats Vesper. I think we all thought that would happen. Same with Ryan Bader, Machida. I'll give Machida some credit, though. I mean, he looked pretty good in the first five minutes, right? Like, he looked very good. But after that, just got tired, beat up. What do you think? Yeah, I agree with you, man. And by the way, that was, in my opinion, uh, in that bracket, the most fight I did not look, look forward to in that, in that uh, quarter quarterfinal uh, yeah. in this quarterfinal matchup. So, I mean, I expected Beta to win, Beta won. So, yeah, I mean, I, I want, to be honest, you know, you said it was a good card. I know it was an okay card, but it wasn't spectacular or anything. There were some spectacular things, like we say, the Japanese necktie, the KO from Saragova, you know, but all, all the others were like, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was it wasn't the best it, card. Yeah, it, it was pretty much expected. You know, almost every main card fight, besides maybe the opener and the Boris against Kennedy fight, I think that was on paper the best fight probably. Yeah. Um, Great fight. I mean, the, yeah, but all the others, I expected Beta to win. I expected Carmouche to win. I expected Singano to win. So, I mean, there was not a big, no big surprises for me at all. Just Moret. I mean, he was kind of a surprise. He, yeah. You know, he was a but big, know, big underdog. But we knew he's, he's, a, he's a decent fighter. You yeah, know? he was in the UFC. He's not like terrible. Yeah. He's not a bummer or anything. Yeah, I'm with you on mm -hmm. that. Like, it's not like he didn't have a chance in the fight. Um, mm -hmm. The Borch. What do you think of Borch? This guy, Adam Borch, man. I, I really think that this guy um, is super legit. And yeah. I told you guys last week, I'm like, when I saw he trains at Sanford MMA, he was an automatic play for me, you know? And same with Ryan Bader. Ryan Bader's got the Sanford logo on his shorts, Marcel. People are telling me that he doesn't train there, but he is on their website. He's listed on their roster. So I'm not sure because I thought he had his own camp, like eight-man strong or whatever, but whatever it's called. If you hit Power MMA, I think it used to be called. I'm not sure exactly. It was like him, C.B. Dalloway, Aaron Simpson, all these wrestlers, right? I think mm -hmm. Cain Velasquez did some training with those guys. But, dude, he had Sanford on his shorts. That roster, hold on. I'm going to pull this up here, guys. Yeah. This roster, 
Adam Bork is on the team too, and I love this. I really like this Caden out, Marcel. I don't know how high you are on him. I think he could be a champion. I really do. I think he's that good. What do you think? Yeah, man, he's still young. He looked good so far in Bellator. He had only one one loss, I think it was against Darren Caldwell, right? Yeah. So uh, he looked good so far, man. I think uh, the Pico fight was difficult as well, but he came back in that one and he, he won the fight. Yeah. So um, he's, a, he's a good prospect. He's still young. And, and the win over Jeremy Kennedy is good, man. I mean, a good decision win over Kennedy. Um, yeah, looking forward to what's next for him. He's definitely a guy to uh, keep your eyes on, I think. I'm with you. So let's just go through this roster. Like, look how stacked this team is. Vitor Belfort, Adam Boric, Derek Brunson, Gilbert Burns, Herbert Burns, Michael Chandler. Like, I don't know who this guy is. He's a glory fighter, apparently. Keeman Diop. You, you probably know him, eh, yeah. also? Yeah, 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 yeah. Diop, yeah. Yeah, Andre Fialo, who's, I think, PFL. Um, Marcel Fortuna, former UFC fighter. This guy apparently is a prospect. Garrett Forrestick. Look, Jason Jackson, who's a beast. Demarcus Jackson, I've heard some good things about. Michael Johnson, we know him, obviously. Ong Lanasang, um, champion, I think, I believe, in one championship, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, like heavyweight. Yeah, yeah um, Robbie Lawler, who's a legend. Lake Lentz, I mean, tough as hell. Not too familiar with this guy, Ange Lusa. He's a Titan FC. I'll have to look into him a little bit. Vicente Luque, they don't have a picture horn. Matt Mitchell, look at this team, guys. Omar Morales, Steve Mowry, Martin Wynn, who's a one champion fighter. I don't know this guy, Shamil Nikiev. He's in yeah, the he's, UFC. A Bel- he's Belgian. Yeah, he's a Bellator fighter. It says in the UFC lightweight division. Okay, that's wrong. Oh, he's a Bellator um, fighter. <laughs> this, this guy, Marty, I've used to be in the UFC. Victor Pesta used to be in the UFC. Tyler Ray. Danny Roberts used to be in the UFC. Luke Rockhold, obviously. Chas Skelly. Look at this team, Marcel. Logan Storley. George Tacos. Christian Torres. Cal Uruguay. Kamaru Usman. Robin Van Roos Malin. Linton Vassal. I mean, look at this team. Henry Hooft. And then you got Greg Jones, the, the coaches. All these guys. Ryan Bader right there at the end. I mean, this team is ridiculous, Marcel. Like, this team, yeah. guys, you put your money on these fighters, they win. They will win you money. I'm telling you, Marcel, they have something really good going on down there. So I don't know what, what you're thinking about that, maybe, like, as far as, like, camp of the year, but I think they're in the front runner right now, wouldn't you say? Definitely, man. And, uh, by the way, I'm now here. My countryman, huge shout-out, Henry Hooft. Henry uh, Hooft's a beat. I mean, he's one of the uh, best striking coaches in the game. Like, he was at Black Zillion yeah. all those years, right? Black this is like it was Black Zillions, then it was Hard Knocks MMA or Hard Knocks 365, and now it's Sanford MMA. That's the new team. That's the name. They're sponsored by the Sanford Orthodontic Clinic or whatever. I love this it's team. Also, it's also Combat Club in between, right? Combat Club too. Yeah, all those guys have gone through there. Rashad Evans. Um, oh, sorry, Rumble Johnson's actually there too. He's not. Yeah. On the, also, Mark Andre Barrios there. He's not on their roster, so they got updated. But Mark, I mean Marcel, look at that roster. I was going through it the other day, and I'm like. Damn, I just want to put like money on all these fighters. Like they always win. You know what I mean? Usman, Chandler, these are winners. Anyways, I think that's enough for Belter. Anything else on Belter? Oh, 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 um, Bader, I should mention, is fighting the winner of Corey Anderson and uh, Dolvechen uh, uh, Yagiman. I can't, how do you say his name? Tell me his name. Dolvechen Yakshimuradov. Dolvechen Yakshimuradov. And I got to be honest, guys, I was watching, I started watching tape. I think that was okay. Thanks, Marcel. I started watching tape. This guy's a monster. I mean, I think yeah. he might be able to knock out Corey Anderson, so I have to look into him a little bit more. I think everyone kind of expects Corey to, like, out-wrestle him, Marcel, just lay on top of him. This guy's a beast. Like, he sparked uh, Joachim Christensen, a former UFC veteran, and, like, with a massive punch, just just killed him. It was brutal. So this guy has legit power. Again, the competition's the question mark, right? But he's a beast, Marcel. He really is. You know what's crazy? He was actually an underdog for that fight. Can you believe that? Wow. And he was yeah. an underdog. He was a plus 130 underdog against Christensen and a plus 350 underdog against 
Batraz Agneyev, and I'm assuming he beat him because I think he's on a long win streak, right? Yeah. By the way, a small uh, news flash. Yeah, it's not, it's not yet a done deal, but looks like uh, June 11, also in Bellator, um, Douglas Lima will uh, fight uh, Yaroslav Amosov. We heard we talked about that a little bit last week. Someone had mentioned that. They heard the rumor and they were like, oh, it's official. And I didn't see it was official anywhere, but it looks like that's going to happen. By the way, so the guy he beat, um, uh, Yagji Muradov, is a huge underdog. Uh, this guy, Batraz Agif, he was coming off a knockout win over Tiago Silva. So he was a huge favorite in this fight because everyone thought he was amazing because he beat the ghost of Tiago Silva. Man, I remember this. That guy was the scariest fighter in the UFC for a while. Like, he was freaky with the way he did that neck thing, Marcel. Yeah. Like, I remember when he fought, like, Rashad Evans. That was a big card, man. Like, people were hyping him up as a, as a future champ and stuff. Like, or the Machida fight, too. I mean, the guy, well, he got knocked out in that fight. But, yeah, he was a UFC beast. 108, I think. UFC 108, I believe you're right. Yeah, yeah. Evan Silva, and then he fought uh, 94 against, um, he knocked out by Machida. There was, like, the battle of undefeated fighters. And the yeah. winner, I think, got a title shot against Shogun. And uh, Machida fought Shogun. And, uh, man, Lost wasn't that that's what happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, and, I mean, the leg kicks, right? Wasn't That, that was the big thing uh, in that fight. Oh, no, Machida won the first by a close decision, and he lost the second one by a KO. That's right, yeah. In the, the first one was L.A. The second one was in Montreal. Anyways, let's get these comments. Let's, uh, we'll talk about the Connor thing, and then I'm going to go into the card with Marcel. Kevin Scott regarding the Connor nonsense, exactly what I thought DP should have taken the fight instead of chasing this flake. So I'm just confused by this whole situation. I'll be honest. It's very bizarre. Um, you know, we might as well pull up Dustin's tweets. Mm-hmm. Let's pull it up just so people can see what they were saying, I guess. Um, but basically, like Dustin said, I'll pull it up right now. He basically accused McGregor of kind of like going back on the, the on the uh, charity donation. Here's what he said. That's a fun prediction. Before he said, "May you also predicted a donation by foundation. You were team stop responding. And then he, he responded back saying that donation, not a debt. We've been awaiting the plans for the money never came to do with all my donations. Nowhere it's going dot for dot. Other ways it goes walking. I don't know, man. This is disgusting, I think. Honestly, bro. Like, this guy promised money to a charity and he's going back on it. This is really slimy. Um, you know, what else is slimy about this is his manager told MMA Junkie that the money was on the way in January. And if you read the MMA Junkie article, it said Dustin Poirier confirms. He didn't confirm it, though. The title's wrong because if you read what he said, he said, the te- my team's in process of getting the money. We haven't got – he just said we're in the process. Something mm-hmm. happened here where is it because he got knocked out? He was like, I don't want to give this guy the money now. Bro, if you say you're going to give money to charity and you don't do it, you are a scumbag. So I don't know what exactly went on, guys. This could be fake news. For sure, it could be a fake beef thing. But on the surface, if like I said I'm going to give money to charity and I didn't, you guys think what I'm an asshole. If Marcel said he's going to give money to charity, you would think he's an asshole. I can't believe how many people have taken Connor's back. They're just blind to the guy. Like, oh, he doesn't know where the money's going. Dustin Poirier has the Good Fight Foundation. We all know where the money's going. And it, apparently Dustin's saying they won't respond to his emails. So, Marcel, I'm not sure you're thinking, but this is really scummy and slimy in my opinion. I don't know what you think. Yeah, I would love to stay out of it. But, uh, yeah, I agree with you, man. I mean, it's just that uh, stupid, you know. Um, also, with the, the Twitter beef all the damn time, I'm so tired of it, you know. If this is selling, if this is a selling thing, it's just stupid, man. This this fight sells for itself. You don't have yeah. to sell it. So it's just stupid if that is. If that's not, and um, Connor uh, didn't come up with the money, like Dustin said, yeah, it's disgusting. But they, yeah. I don't expect a lot from Connor. So I mean, what can we say? Yeah, like I said, he's, you know, calling him inbred hillbilly. What are you winking through? I don't know. This is weird, man. I don't know what happened here. And he's saying he doesn't want the fight anymore. It's off. 
uh, I mean, what, they what, the contract? We... I thought they signed the contract. Yeah. What, what do we expect from someone who calls Dennis Seaver a Nazi a few years ago? So, I mean, yeah. I don't know, man. It's just it, like here. Hey, straight wager. What's going on, man? It's such a bad dude. I agree. I, mean, I tweeted the same thing today. Like, guys, if I said, I'm going to, hey, guys, I'm going to give money to charity. And I, I turned, I was like, eh, you know what? Can you, can we make sure exactly what dollar for dollar is going to? Like, guys, this, he's, he's loaded. 500 grand for Connor is, it's not much. Yeah. It's like a thousand bucks to us, probably. You know what I mean, Marcel? Like, it's not much. Yeah, you want, you know, you'd like to know where it's going, but I think it's pretty clear it's going to the Good Fight Foundation, right? Yeah. Austin Poirier is making a lot of money himself. By the way, Connor's manager goes and says, Audio Terry goes, Come on, Dustin, why are you talking about this, man? We helped get you more money in the negotiating table. Like, that has anything to do with this? That's the fight. That's different. This is a guy saying, I'm going to donate money to charity, and he decided not to do it. That's really but- slimy. By the way, it annoys me always the shit out of me that uh, managers come in on on Twitter uh, exchanges between fighters, man. Keep out of it, man. Why? why what is your... I understand that you're the manager and all kind of thing, but you're not the one that got called out or whatever. Why, why are you coming in between? It just so Connor, annoying, he doesn't man. need people to protect him. Like, he's a grown man, yeah. guys. He's, exactly. he's, a, he's like a multi... He's probably worth hundreds of millions, I guess. I mean, if I had to guess... He just got bought out of the proper uh, 12 liquor or whatever it was, uh, whiskey, right? He got bought out, Marcel. He made a lot people. I think there was a report saying he might have got 100 million for that sale. 500 grand is not much for this guy. It's really not. So this is really weird. And he doesn't need people to be his yes man. He's he's doing it wrong. Honestly, the more I hear Connor talk, the more I want to bet on Dustin in this next fight. Dustin's just a hardworking, really good fighter. Connor is just, he's got these people around him, Marcel, that tell him, you're the best, Connor. You're the man. You're the best. He needs people telling GSP said this. He said in his interview there, he said, Connor needs to go to another camp or something where the coaches tell him, you're doing this, you're going to bed at this time, you're eating this. He needs that. He doesn't have that structure, bro. He runs his life. He thinks he runs the UFC. I don't know, man. I, Kevin, yeah. Listen, I, I'm not saying Connor himself is a scumbag, but I think anyone who does that's a scumbag. Like anyone who doesn't give money to charity if they said they would is very scummy. So again, we don't know the whole story. So I'd like to like maybe back off the comment. A little bit just because I'd like to hear more about this. But on the surface, if you tell someone you're going to donate money to your charity and you don't do it after you told the media that you were in the process of doing it, that is really shady. So I don't know. That's what I think, guys. I don't think any other journalists are going to tell it, tell it like it is like I am. They're all scared that Connor's going to hate them. I don't really care. I'm telling you guys like it is. I, I wake up today and see that this or last night I saw the comment and then you see his response today. Like he could have been like, hey, there were some issues like well, they had taken care of. Like and if this is the way they're promoting the fight, this is the worst way they could promote this fight. Like, I just want to see a really good fight, Marcel. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care about this crap. So I'm not sure what you're this thinking. Fight, this fight doesn't need an extra promotion, man. Yeah. I'll, I will tell you this, though. Man, as much as I hate to say it, people are reading it, you know? People are reading this at the website. We have to write about it. I don't want to write about this, but I have to because it's part of my job. But I just think it's weird. It's bizarre. And it's just the way it came out now. You know, it's like, it's been three months. I mean, I guess Dustin's just fed up. Honestly, I don't blame him though. You know, there's been a few times where I've had people owe me money. And I want to publicly blast them too. I didn't do it because I don't have a platform Dustin does, but I'm sure it's happened to all of us. Like someone owed you money. You want to go on Facebook and call them out in front of everyone. You know, in this case, it's not even owing him money. It's the charity, you know, like this was money that was going to go for, to help people that are like less off than all of us. You know, Marcel, like, it bothers me, bro. This one really bothers me. I gotta be honest. Like, this isn't Connor being Connor. This is ridiculous, guys. Like, <sighs> all right, let's move on. I don't want to talk about it anymore. It's just pissing me off too much. Just saying, like, if I knew anyone, like Marcel, if you were the, if you told me, hey, I'm gonna donate 
even a hundred bucks and you change your mind, you're like, oh, well, I'd like to know exactly where the hundred dollars going. I'd be like, why? That's kind of weird, bro. You know what I mean, no, uh, I'm not even upset, man. I know I, I, I've lost faith in Connor like five or six years ago. So, I mean, you're maybe not at, at that level that you... I, I should be. I, I should be. I think, <laughs> I think he is not the same guy anymore, you know? I know he looked good against Cowboy, but... Like what? What is that? Yeah, we've got some lately. Let's let's be honest. I no disrespect to Carl. Nico but... Price had a draw with him, but I mean he loses yeah. every fight now, right? I mean Diego Sanchez might beat him. So I, I I'm just saying, like this guy really hasn't did much in the last few years. He's he's obviously rich, guys. Like we all know that he's great. Like he's great. He's great, man. He is great for the sport. We need him in the sport. I'm just saying this particular thing is is really this is this is almost worse to me, Marcel, than like when he punched the guy's phone or something. Like this is so much worse because you're like. You're just being a jerk, in my opinion, you know? Like, his team has so much money, Marcel. They're rich. They don't need this money that bad. Adam sees is annoyed by Connors. Marcel is annoyed by Jarvis Daniel. You know what? On the topic with Jarvis, let's recap the card. Okay, so what'd you do in picks? I went 10 and 3. I had a good week, guys. I had a good week. What'd you, uh, what'd you do, Marcel? Do you know? I think it was something like 7 on something. So Yeah, yeah I mean, like, there was a couple upsets, obviously. Um the Dern one I did call, man, I'm so glad that uh, Straight Wager was the guy last week. He was like, yo, we were all, remember we all like, consensus bet, Marcel? You picked her too? We all picked her, Marcel? And plus money. I did put a bet on her, guys. So that was a good bet, right? Yeah, I, I, I watched some other shows as well. And many were on answer of, and, or Nunez, I have to say. I was like, okay, weird. For me, stylistically, it was was, a Dern, was all Dern all the way. And it's, it's probably easy to say right now, but we said it before the fight, so... <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Okay, let's just go through the card from the top to the bottom. But, you know, I want to mention yeah. that. Um, I had a good night for mm -hmm. my bets, too. It was a good night, guys, honestly. Um, let's start with Mar Marvin Vittori and Kevin Holland. Yeah, I mean, I think we all expected the fight to go this way. You know, it's just like I didn't want to bet on it because he was 3-1. to one. I knew he was the better fighter, though. I think we all knew that. Kevin's just he, – he doesn't have the strength, I think, to compete with you guys at 185. You know – or sorry, yeah, 185. I think uh, I think 170 is in his future. Obviously, he needs to work on his wrestling. He said he's going to go train in American Top uh, American Kickboxing Academy with DC. So I think Cormier can help this guy out. I think Cormier's like kind of take him under his wing a little bit. We all like Kevin Holland, guys, and he's saying now, come on, stop matching with the grapplers. Give me strikers. That's that's fine, Kevin. But you will never be a champion that way. You will never be a champion in the UFC if you can't wrestle, Marcel. You can't. He can't wrestle. Sure. So also shouldn't work that way. And that too. But anyways, uh, Marvin looked amazing. I mean, do you think you give him a title shot? You give him the rematch or no? No. Uh, Whitaker should get a title if shot. He, if he wins this fight, yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Marvin can fight Paulo Costa, Derek Brunson, or um, what's his name again? Um, uh, Darren Till. One of those sure. three. I think the Brunson fight would be okay too. You know, I don't mind. Honestly, I don't mind watching fights again for the belt because I'll tell you that first fight was super close. It really was close. And when I go, when I went back and rewatched it in preparation for the Blahovitz fight, I was like, man, this fight is really close. And what I, some of the things I took away from that helped me make the prediction of, of Blahovitz with the rap wrestling, right? So I think he's an interesting matchup for Izzy. I mean, I think everyone's going to expect Izzy to destroy him, but I don't know, man. I mean, I think Marvin's a really good fighter. Um, so yeah. If he gets a tell shot, that's fine. But you know what? I mean, I agree with you, Whitaker. If he wins his fight this weekend, if he loses to Gaslam, I wouldn't give Gaslam a title shot. I mean, even though that rematch would be amazing, I think I'd give Marvin just based on his wins. Um, but they're both great. And Kevin Holland, yeah, I mean, I think 170. You know, he was supposed to fight Daniel Rodriguez last uh, May, Marcel. 
I think you, you, you even talked about that fight. It didn't happen. He stayed at 185. I believe it beat Anthony Hernandez. And it just stayed at 185. But it's clear he has to go to 170. Thoughts on uh, main event? Anything else? Yeah, I mean, it was clear cut for me that I, that I picked Vittoria. I, so, I expected him to, to win with a submission in the third round. But uh, he played it safe. Going went for a decision. All good, man. He added 50-45. I think it was 50-44 on many scorecards. So, yeah, it's okay. Uh, yeah. Pretty much what I expected and what you did as well, probably. Yeah, I think we all expected it. I mean, it was a dominant performance. Um, yeah, it says Dern was one of the saving grace. Nice, nice bet, man. By stoppage and straight. Yeah, straight bets were always good. Marcel's ruined Chris Tangley for me. Oh, man. He's just not a great ref. I mean, he's not, I don't know if he's the worst ref. Like, he's not, he's not as bad as like Mario Yamasaki or someone like that, but, or Kim Winslow. Remember <laughs> Kim Winslow, Marcel? <laughs> she was, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm probably forgetting some. Who else is bad? Steve Mazzagotti. Forgot him. Colin Tag. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, you know, you know, man, he did get good shots in, and you can definitely take something from that. So I'm with you. I, you know, I think Izzy would be favored again, obviously, but I think Marvin's really good. Mar- don't sleep on Marvin. He, he's a good fighter. Um, co-main event. This is when I – man, I told you guys last week, I was like, man, I really want to bet on Sodique, but there's something telling me not to. And I ended up staying away. I did pick him. But there's – I told you guys, Arnold Allen is being overlooked. I, I, I should have picked him too. It is what it is. You know, a card that only had a few upsets. This was one that I was looking at. I just ended up not doing it, but – Man, I mean, it was a close fight, guys, but he's just a bigger, stronger guy. I thought he looked pretty good. He's 8-0 now, Marcel, in the UFC. 8-0. Yeah, I mean, he did well, but it had, for me, a little bit of feeling of the uh, Jimmy rivera Piotr Young fight where it was very competitive and two, two moments decided to fight pretty much because uh, I, I actually thought Sodik was leading first in the second round until he got uh, tagged. One time he got dropped and the other guy, time he got tagged. Yeah. Uh, and that swayed it to, to Allen because it was that close. So I had two 10 lines for Allen, last round out for Sodik, so I had 29-28 for, uh, for Allen. But those two uh, significant, mo- significant moments were the deciders in that fight. In my yeah, point. it was a close fight, but he he's really good, you know. What's next? I mean, what do you think? Like, I'm sure you thought about it. What do you think? Let's yeah, yeah. Where are the rankings? Let's hold up. It's difficult. I would probably do a Josh Emmett or Calvin Cater. It depends if Calvin Cater is ready, and it depends if Josh Emmett can fight again so after all, his uh, injury. He was number so 10. One of those two. Yeah, yeah. Because Okay, so – and Jeremy Stevens is not in this division anymore, so he'll be dropped out soon. Yeah. Is he – yeah, it'll have to be one or or one of these two guys. I mean, if this guy never fights, then maybe Zabi could just get the fight. Although Alan would take that. I, I, I know. I know. I know. But but yeah, I don't think Alan should fight as a beat or a Jair. I think moment. Emmett makes a lot of sense because he did win his yeah. last fight, I believe, right against uh, yeah, against Shane Burgess. It was like fight of the year, fight of the night. Yeah. This fight, sick fight. That was a crazy fight, and I think the next week we had Poirier and Hooker. That was like, yeah, yeah, right. We had like the best two fights of the year back to back. Which is always happens, rem- you know. <laughs> I remember telling Shane, like, uh, be happy you were a week earlier. I know he went out his fifty thousand. <laughs> yeah. I hear what Marcel's saying, but the key is Alan Wobble. You said twice, a lot of guys top ten wouldn't do this. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah, I agree. Yeah, you know was- what though? I mean, anyone can be knocked out in the sport. You know, his chin held up okay, but he didn't get wobbled, and it just shows Alan. You know, everyone's talking about how he doesn't finish fights. He hasn't fought anyone good. Yeah, but he was destroying these guys. Like he, it was these fights weren't close. The Nick Lentz fight was kind of close, but Nick Lentz was close with Mavsar of Love. Do we think Mavsar of Love sucks now? He was actually even closer. 
Actually, the funny thing is the fights where he struggled the most, he finished them in the third round fight. Uh, Mads Burnell and Alan Omer. These fights he struggled early, and then he came back and won. I like this kid. I think Arnold Allen's quite good, guys. I really do. All right, next up, Julian Marquez defeats Sam Alvey. I ended up betting on Marquez. Um, I just – bro, Sam Alvey hasn't won a fight in like five years, guys. It was an auto fade, and he got destroyed as as we expected. Um, This was a passing of the guard. I feel like, you know, I feel like – Julian is almost like what Sam Alvey was five years ago, but advanced, you know, when Sam could knock people out, but he can also choke you out. He's got really good submissions. All his wins are by finish, Marcel. I think he's really good, man. I think he's ready for a top 15 guy. I really do. So uh, who's Omari Akhmedov? Who's he fighting next? What's the next fight? Uh, Tavares. Yeah. The winner of that fight. That's who he can fight next. Get him in the top 15 guy. What do you think? I agree, man. And uh, man, those, those walkout songs, Sam Alvia, Taylor Swift, and Marquez had uh, Miley Cyrus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, to me. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, Marquez was did well, you know, as we expected. Um, I had to watch that fight and the Duran Answerer fight back because I uh, took a nap during those fights. I had an awful headache on Saturday, so yeah, I had I... to. But uh, yeah, it was a good a good fight with Marquez, as expected. The beautiful real naked. It, was, it actually was a sort of a bulldog choke, man. Yeah, yeah. Real naked choke. He, so, he's good, man. Alfie, Alfie actually tapped, man, I think. But the ref didn't saw it, and yeah. then he went out. Mark yeah. Smith's such a weird ref lately. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. He, he stops fights too late, in my opinion. He could have saved Sam with the punch. You could have just stopped it with the TKO punches. I'll give him that. You know, he wanted to give Sam a fighting chance, but he missed the tap. He missed the tap. Ah, that pissed me off, man. The refs, I hate when they miss the tap. I understand. Refing is a really hard job, guys. But he had two chances to save Sam. He could have saved him with the TKO punches, and he could have saved him when he tapped out, and he didn't do either, Marcel. (laughs) He sees sees it. Don't seize the tap. Yeah. And Toyoni sees a tap when there is no tap. So that's beautiful. Oh, oh my God. We're going to get Marcel talking about that fight with Trevin Jones, my boy, again. Um, That was uh, no, no, I was talking about Pereira against Ima. Oh, uh, oh my uh, God. Yeah, I, mean, like, I think we all thought the guy was going to win the fight, but yeah. Yeah, true. Daniel says, uh, I'll get back. You said big. Oh, it's huge. Oh, boring in here. He says, uh, more coaches, close, big John Moro, where Chosey bots. So biased. Like, they must have had a battle or something. I don't get it. Sam always says the fight. Yeah, exactly. That's true. The fight with, I can't remember who it was, uh, but a bunch of the ones where he got TKO'd, he just yeah. complaining. Even the Rogerio Nogueira one where he got, like, knocked out. He's like, come on, why'd you stop it? So I'm with you. <laughs> And you know what? He wasn't crying early. Dude, he was crying after. I don't know if you saw the video. He was like tearing up saying like, you know, oh, this is God's plan. I'll be back. And I mean, I love this guy, man. I, I think Sam is one of the good guys in the game. I really do, Marcel. You know, he's always been really gracious with the, his time to the media. You know, he did an interview with Cole last week for the PJ Penn. He did a great interview. But, you know, one of the things that he talked about was how he had to cut from 230 to make 185. At, at age 35 or whatever he is now, that's insane. And I knew right away when he said that he's going to lose this fight. Like, there's just no way he was going to win. He did tag Marquez a little bit. Marquez gets tagged a bit too much for me. He wants to show off that chin, that beard, Marcel, right? By the way, do you think the beard helps absorb the punches? What do you think? Of course, man. If you, you have a, if you have a thick beard or a bigger beard, it uh, definitely has some cushion in it. You know I agree. Dude, I agree. Thinking Roy Nelson, Kim, like not Kim Slice, not Kim. His chin was terrible, but Roy Nelson would be a perfect example, right? Like, so I was thinking, like, maybe this guy's a little bit extra padding. I think he's very good, though, guys. Um, Mackenzie Durham, we talked about a little bit, uh, phenomenal. Um, you know, again, I talked about guys, we bet her cause of upside. That's why we all picked her in the chat last week. I think we all had Durham. I don't remember anyone saying it or Nunez, I should say not answer off. They, they did change her name to Nunez Nunez with UFC. I saw you post about it. Like 
two days before the fight, like no one knew, right? Anyways, um, Dern six and one now, four and four and zero oh in her last four fights. I think she actually might move past Rebus in the standings, even though they she lost to her, just because she's been so hot. Um, she's amazing. What do you think? Honestly, she should, man. I, you know, I'm a big fan of Amanda Hebas, but that fight is some some times ago, and, and Dern has fought more times, you know. And yeah, I think that they should place around six or seven, you know, and match her might match her up with Marina Rodriguez next. I think that's uh, yeah. that's a fight to me because I, I don't see Joanna. Yeah, probably Joanna's not going to take the Marina Rodriguez fight. So yeah, I'm I'm with you. I mean, that's the fight I was thinking about because Marina obviously knocked out Rebus. Okay, so right now Dern is ranked 11, and then we have oh sorry, I'll pull it up actually. This is pulled up. We can look at it together. We're going to talk about that fight in a sec, Kevin. I love that fight. But uh, this one, so we had um, so she beat number five. I mean, she's going to move into number five now. I think. Or maybe she'll Possible. move into six because Marina might move up just based on the fact. Yeah, yeah that could happen too. I'm not against that happening, by the way. I mean, she, this girl is very good, and she's coming off a very uh, good win against Amanda when she knocked her out, Rebus. And, bro, that fight with Carlos Barza was super close. Like, that fight could have went either way, guys, you know? Carlos, another fight, though, um, Marcel. Carlos Barza, she's fighting Yang, right? The winner of that, yeah. maybe. But actually, the winner probably gets a title shot, right? I would guess. Shoot. Yeah, so Joanna's there too. Joanna's the other fighter. She's number two. If they want to be like, hey, Dern, you win this fight, you get the, the – I think it's just too much though. You know, I think Joanna should, fi should fight, man. I have the feeling she only wants to fight for – She a doesn't want to fight anymore. She even talked yeah. about it. She just has no motivation now. I'm not saying she's retired, but she just said like, I don't need to fight. I'm already I'm very wealthy and I'm enjoying my life right now. So okay, unless she gets a number – I think she'll probably come back for a number of tenor fight, but – yeah, I'm not saying she needs to retire. Joanna's amazing, but I'm just saying that fight, man, that fight was really they were they both haven't fought in a year. I mean, that fight took a lot out of those girls. That was a brutal fight. That takes oh, years right. off your life, man. It really does. Kevin, if Dern Rebus rematch, who would you favor? I don't know, because I watched the fight again the other week and or sorry, last week in preparation for this one. And you know, Rebus's uh, judo was amazing in that fight. Like she was mm -hmm. whipping her to the ground. So I'd probably have to figure Rebus, but Dern's made the improvements where it'd be hard to pick against her too. What do you think, Marcel? Yeah, the thing is, Dern's strong point is her jiu-jitsu, and that's Reba's point as well, you know. Yeah. So, um, and if it goes to the ground, we saw that uh, Rebus could handle her on the ground. So, I mean, I would I would uh, go with the same pick as well. Yeah, um, Daniel says Dern's there's the loser of one of those big 115 fights. Yeah, they, that could work too. They'll find a fight for her. She's really good. Um, yeah, we'll talk about McDessie in a second. I absolutely love that fight. So, and then We'll just go to the uh, first fight on the main card. Of course, I just closed my screen. Here we go. Daniel Rodriguez, another bet I made. I ended up betting on him. I had to. He's the better fighter, guys. I'm telling you. Man, it pays off watching that, those fights in Kabachi and stuff where I saw how well-rounded this guy is. He, and his southpaw stance really helps him. He's very good from the southpaw stance. I think this guy's really good. I think he's so underrated. I don't know what I you mean, think, Marcel, but I think he's awesome. Do you remember that kick when we were on those mushrooms? Dude, when he when Joe Schilling said that, by the way, he's trained with Joe Schilling and Nick Nick Diaz was in their camp too at the yard Muay Thai. There's a picture yeah. of him and Nick Diaz that were doing training. So, I mean, you saw the he's just so much so much better of a fighter, guys. Like he is really really good. Do not sleep on him, Mike Perry. I think it's it, man. You know, he's lost four or five. He's out there on Twitter saying like, I don't have it anymore. What happened to the guy I used to be? He's mentally defeated. I think he, they might give him one more because he's popular, but I think I, I don't know if he wins another fight in the UFC at this point. Like, yes, he probably beats a Mickey Gall type of guy, but a guy was striking like this, there was no way he was ever going to win this fight. Marcel. I gave him Chaos Williams. 
That Mike Perry was – I mean, you could, right? Chaos is coming off a loss to uh, Perea. Yeah, right? I guess we shot Perea, yeah, yeah. You could do that fight. I mean, the other thing would be um, like someone like a Diego Sanchez, you know, just to get him a win. But Nico Price? <sighs> Nico Price. Would, yeah, that would be a fun fight. That would be a good fight. Okay, so that – yeah, there's another fight for him. I just don't know if he can win it. I, I think he's very slow now in the cage. He's getting beaten to the punch for himself. That, I talked about it, guys. That fight with Vicente Lugar gets face smashed. Once again, his face was broken in this yeah. fight. So. He's not going to fight again for probably another year now. I mean, I, I think it could be it for – I honestly think it, it could be it. They'll probably give him one more because he's popular. But if it was anyone else, he'd be cut. What do you think? I think so too. Yeah, definitely, yeah. man. Yeah. Dude, that fight was really close. You know, watching it back – so originally I did score for Dalby. But watching it back, I could definitely see the argument to D-Rod. He could easily be five, and I'm with you. Perry's is watching it get bare knuckle next. He's been okay. Let's give him some credit. He lost to Tim Means. He lost to D Rod. He lost to Neil and Luke. We got to give him some credit, right? But you know, his last win was gone. The win before that was Cowboy Oliver. Another guy was like kind of you know on the decline. He does have good wins. I mean, Paul Felder's a good win too. But again, it's not about your previous wins and losses. It's about what you're doing now. And he's right, Perry and Nico. They're not going to. They're not going to fight. He's right. As much as I would like to see that fight, they're they're training partners. Um, oh yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. I just got through the rest of the prelims. We've got 20 minutes left here. Joe Selecki, Jim Miller. I mean, <laughs> you know, I thought maybe Jim Jim might get submitted, but uh, this fight went how I expected. I had a parlay of uh, Selecki and Gamrot. They both won easily. Gamrot won by knockout over Scott Holtz. Give me your thoughts on both uh, Selecki and Gamrot. I mean, Gamrot looked good. Um, solid. Knocked Holtzman out. Um, looked like uh, a, a contender soon in the division, in my opinion. Really good, as we expected. Uh, Joe Selecki did look well in the second and third round. He pulled guard for some reason in the first round, and he lost that round, in my opinion. And I was like, why, why did he do that? But you saw after the second round, he was much better than Jim Miller, and we all know the third round would be the same. So I had a stupid pick, pick with Jim Miller. So... Uh, I mean, selected okay. it well. Deserved yeah. win. Good yeah. win for him as well. You know, this is just one where, like, if you, like, watching the fights, like, recently, I just saw Jim get out-wrestled by Vince Pichel, a stronger guy, and that's why yeah. I think Selecki was. So, I mean, it's a good win, but he, you know what, man? Like, it was kind of a boring fight. They kind of, like, laid in each other's guard, Marcel. It wasn't, they weren't trying for submissions. It wasn't a great fight. I think that Selecki has a lot of respect for Jim, and Jim's just kind of, like, on his last legs right now. Um Matthias Gamera over Scott Holtzman. Scott Holtzman, man, I think his chin, obviously, now is a question mark. Back-to-back DACA losses. But uh, Gamera's the real deal. Like I said, guys, had he won that last fight, he'd be, what, 19-0 and 0 right now, Marcel? Right? Yeah, he would be. He would be undefeated, at least. So, <laughs> I don't know, maybe 15 or 16 now. But I, he I, I, think he, hold on, I thought he was 17-1. Let me, let me double check. Matthias Gamera, he's 18-1. Yes, he'd be 19-1. 19-0. Mm. 19-0. Yeah, he's a beast. He's an absolute beast. We'll never get him with this number again. I don't think at minus 200. He's going to be like a big favorite, I think, his next time. It doesn't matter who he's in the fight. He's a beast. Okay, next up, let's talk about this fight. So, John McDessie, Ignacio Bahamani. You guys saw my tweets on this one. I, I did get on screen for this one, you know, because I love this fight. This is a, this is one of those fights where I just remember why I love this sport so much, man. What a fucking fight, guys. This fight was amazing. It just reminds you again why I love MMA, why we love this sport. These guys are so tough. They are such warriors. Ah, man, I can't believe it went all three rounds. Like, I, you thought that this kid, Bahamani, was going to get KO'd in the first round. You thought McDessie might get KO'd sometimes. Their faces were just completely destroyed. My God, what a fight. Um, you know, John wins a split decision. It was a super close fight, guys. 
I have no problem with him getting the decision. I think the argument honestly could be made either way. I did lose on this bet. You know, when he missed weight, that's what really should have threw me off because it looked like he struggled to make the weight. That's what worried me. But ultimately, that's not really why he lost the fight. He lost because John McDessie is just underrated and good at striking. That's why he lost the fight. I don't think it was because of that extra weight. So, you know what? This is this is one I didn't have a good read on, I guess. I thought Ignacio was going to pass this test, but John McDessie won. I think it's really sad he didn't get a bonus. I mean, this obviously was fight of the night, but didn't get it because this kid missed weight. I hope they give him something in the mail, Marcel, uh, you know, locker room bonus. John McDessie deserves a bonus for this performance. What do you think? I thought he should have got 100 grand for himself fight of the night. What do you think? Yeah, I agree with you, man. Definitely. I think um, if you don't want to, if you can give Bahamanda something and you don't want to give him 100K, they could have done four performance of the night bonuses, right? And uh, I mean, why not? And uh, yeah. I, I definitely think it was fight of the night. It sucks that a guy is overweight by 0.7 or something. Ridiculous. And that, that means they don't yeah. both win 150,000. That's terrible. Yeah. Come on. Uh, yeah, I, that that sucks, man. Because you already got punished by uh, getting uh, a, a, an amount of your purse, I think. So yeah, um, yeah, great fight. Like you said, should have been fight of the night, one hundred percent. Amazing opinion. fight. Um, yeah, great fight. And I did, like I said, man, in the last podcast, man, John McDessie can pull it up. He's a veteran. Yeah. yeah. But I, I went with Bahamandes. But uh, yeah, okay, it happens. Who went? Who did you went with? No, I went Bahamas. I, I think like you know, you guys read my article. I mean, you heard me talk about it anyways. And I, I, the argument was there. I mean, he's a taller guy, a longer guy, a younger guy. Like all those things usually do end up in a win. It was a close fight. But John McDessie's just really good. And like I said last week, what worried me was he makes he's made a career of beating these guys like Shane Campbell and Darren Crookshank, and everyone said would beat him in a striking battle. He ends up beating them, Marcel. He's very good at um, he's just very good at striking. So yeah, yeah. I mean. In hindsight, it's always easy in hindsight to be like, ah, but this is one I, I, I think I should have reeled back the reins a little bit, especially because he was like two to one odds. And I usually don't go there. I usually stick to like minus 150 or under, but I went a little bit higher on, on for this fight and out of my range and it ended up costing me. So I got to reconsider that going forward. And I'm just, by the way, looking at uh, their Instagrams. I mean, McDessie doesn't have much posted. Ignacio's eating some pizza. Man, his face is completely busted up. Poor guy. But yeah, I mean, he's a warrior. Okay, let's talk about this first and then we'll get to the rest of the fights. He talked about the girl missing weight. Nora Duma by five uh, I think it was 3.5 pounds or 4.5 pounds. She was 139.5. Blanche was locked out. I, and I love how you took her uh, – you made a comment to her manager on Twitter, Kevin, because you're right. So we talked about last week. This was a horrible matchup for this girl. She was – like Marcel, this girl was going to be like 20 or 30 pounds heavier than her in the cage. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, uh, listen, guys, I told Adam uh, with, with a DM like – Dude, I'm probably the only one, but I'm happy the fight is off. And it's not because I don't want to see the fight, but it's because the weight difference would be crazy. You know, yeah. with somebody who goes overweight at almost 140 pounds, Lancefield taking this fight on short notice, who was originally at 125. So normally, it's already a 10-pound gap. Now it's a 15-pound gap. And imagine how big the gap would have been on fight night. So, Bro, yeah. it would have been probably 20 pounds, like I'm guessing, because yeah. 139, and then you'd have to imagine she's cutting from like 155, 160, right? I would guess. Blanchfield, I don't think cut weight at all, right? So it could maybe it was a 30 to 40 pound difference. I don't know. Like, I really don't know. I'm guessing it'd be at least 20, 30 pounds, though. That that seems reasonable to say. I'm, I'm telling you guys, that's what would have happened. That's what I said last week. I'm like, yeah, Blanchfield's talented, like Marcel said, but the size. There's a point, guys, where the, like there's skill. If it's two fighters that are evenly matched in size and one has more skill, left, the skill fighter usually wins. But like if they're both similarly skilled and one is bigger, that bigger fighter will have an advantage, you know? So 
Anyways, that's what I'm trying to say there. Um, a couple other fights here, Marcel. Uh, Georgia State. Let's, we got to talk about it. I know this guy, he goes, Marcel sends me a DM as soon as Dan Hill landed the punch. He goes, I don't want to talk about this fight on Monday. <laughs> I was like, we have to talk about it, bro. <laughs> so, obviously, we got their pick, our, our pick, Ron. Um, but I, I was smart enough to at least lay off the, the Castro because he's not that good. I mean, he really isn't that great. Like, he had a good win in the contender series. Great. And Taffa. But he's not that great. And Daniel, five years away, I mean, that's just a spot where you don't want anything to do with guys in general, you know? So it's, something, it's a learning experience for anyone who did bet on it, I think. Just in that kind of spot where, yeah, he's had a long layoff, but at heavyweight, like, it's just so random. One punch can end the fight, you know, Marcel? And that's what happened here. He landed a massive punch. I thought he should have got a bonus, too. I, I don't understand why San Alvi got a bonus. Why did San Alvi get a bonus? How was that fight of the night? I don't get it. What do you think of this guy, though? Daniel, tell yeah. me more. Yeah, I still think the same, but I agree with you. He should have got a bonus. Uh, he deserved it. He did the great. He had a great knockout against um, the Castro. But let's see. Let's hope he returns quicker than five years this time in the second fight, and uh, let's see what he can do in, against uh, better competition, man. Yeah, but it was a good, a good knockout. All credits to him. What's next? I mean, maybe the winner of Dan Hardy to Vesa or or someone lower ranked. Maybe, maybe Rafael Pasoa. Or uh, maybe, maybe look at the. We're going to find a fight for him, okay, guys? Let's walk. Let's yeah. go through it together. We're going to pull up the, the list of UFC fighters. And who's, we'll uh, who's Rodrigo Nascimento fighting? He's also I'm matched sure. up with somebody. So we're just going to go to guys that have, like, you know, Endeavor records of, okay, 0 and 2. <laughs> the worst guys in the roster. <laughs> That's what we're doing for this guy. Um, I mean, Philippe, oh, he's fighting better. Okay, so who's not paired? Um, Pessoa. That's the one guy. 1 and 2. Yeah. And he is uh, Jarvis Dan one one and one, and also Parker Porter got hurt. Maybe if he gets better soon, maybe they, those guys are fight. That could be a good fight. Um, and yeah, I guess the winner of Felipe and Collier too. But I guess that the winner would probably get a bigger fight. Eh? I would guess. Um, or the winner wait, of Chase Sherman and Arlovsky. Yeah, the winner of Rodrigo Nascimento against Alan Bodo. Or that one works too. I mean, any of these guys. I, Todd Duffy's in the roster. Wow, it surprises me. That surprises me. Do you have a fight book yeah, recently? He's, or? Yeah, he's fighting, he's fighting John Trilante the whole damn time. No, just kidding. I know. <laughs> he has a fight. Oh, yeah, since the eye poke fight, remember? Yeah. That was a, and yeah. people thought he was just going to be like released after that. Anyways, Got someone Jack like Hughes. that. <laughs> yeah, someone like that, guys. Marcel just said, yeah, he said Daniel's was a bonus. He does. Oh, Tafa and Daniel, sure. Any of those guys. Okay, a couple other fights. Tafa's book, right? Tafa's might, book against Randy yeah, Ray. Yeah, that fight, <laughs> the loser gets cut. <laughs> Um, yeah, the loser gets cut. Okay, just a couple of fights left, Marcel. Oh, by the way, you could do the Ca- I think they might cut the Castro, but you could do him versus Harry Hunsucker. That's another guy. You just yeah. maybe the winner get, yeah, you could do that fight. Okay, four fights left. Jack Shore defeats Hunter Azure, split decision. I bet on Jack Shore too. I played him straight here. It was like minus 175. It was an okay line. I mean, I knew it was gonna be a, a, a bit of a sweat. I knew it, I just based on the style matchup, but ultimately, I thought he won the fight. I just think all three of the judges scored it wrong. I thought it was 29 yeah. 28. They all actually 100%. scored it wrong. <laughs> oh, two 30 27s on 129 28 for the other guy. What was the round that uh, Azure won? The first round or second round? I can't remember now. What was it? Uh, I think this, I think I had him the second round, but I'm not sure. It, it was one of those two. And then the last round went to uh, to Shore. Shore, right. Shore deserved a win. I just think the yeah. scorecards were kind of bad. But yeah, he's good. I mean, he's 13 and 0 now as a pro, 13 and 0 as an amateur. He's incredible or so. Sorry, 14 and 0 now. He's really good, guys. Um, and he gets every fight to the ground. 
Luis Saldana versus Jordan Griffin. I got your thoughts on this one. Okay, so this is actually just like the Dammer Right fight with Malmochi. Very similar because without a knockdown, though, I will say that there was no knockdown. Saldana landed some really good kicks and stuff at the beginning of the round. At the end of the round, he got taken down twice by Griffin. I knew it was going to be close. I ended up scoring it for Griffin 29-28, but I, I don't think it's a robbery. What do you think? I think it was a bad decision. I'm not going to say it's a robbery. It was a bad decision. 29-28 yeah. should have been for Griffin. Um, I was shocked that all three judges had it for Saldana. I, I expected 100% to have one judge something else, and maybe it would be uh, it would have gone to a split or something, you know. Yeah. But I had it for Griffin, 29-28. Um, it sucks for Griffin, man. He's 1-4 now in the UFC, I think. So he might be on the chopping block. Yeah, for sure. Um, tough one, man. I mean, I, I thought he won, but Griffin hurt Saldana for a knockdown and watched one. I don't think there was a knockdown. From, like, I was talking about the Thammer Red fight had a knockdown, right? That's why I think it could swing around. But the guy, he had some good kicks. I mean, I don't think it was a horrible decision. I, I You know, I thought Griffin won, though. I will say that. I did score for Griffin, but I thought it was close. Um, now, this fight wasn't close. This was my, my other bet in the night. Darren Jung, I told you guys. I had to keep my read. Everyone all weeks, William Knight, Big Willie, he's so strong. It's not a bodybuilding contest, guys. It's MMA. It's an MMA fight. And again, you know, what I saw with Jung, his grappling is very good. We saw that in the Kadisi Bergima fight. It bailed him out of that fight. He just went to it in this fight. His striking defense is a worry. I, I, I'm very worried about him fighting another striker. Like we saw against Sam Alvey, he got hurt. I'm very worried if he fights someone, you know, I'm just going to look at the rankings quickly for uh, 205. Like, you know, if he fought a Yuri Pajatska, or uh, sorry, yeah, Yuri Pajatska, I don't think he'd fight him, someone that high, but you know, a Megaman Ankalev. Those are scary fights for this guy. Jamal Hill, that's kind of a scary fight, right? But I think he beats these other guys uh, in some of them. I honestly don't know what – listen, man, I love Anik, but what he was saying, like, this guy gets a number next to his name uh, on Monday. Uh, he's not going to surpass Craig or Jamal, Jamal Hill in the rankings at this moment by winning against William Knight. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, get these comments. Well done. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's tough when there's so much noise the other way. It scares me all the time. I'm like, oh, man, what, did I, what am I not seeing here? But this one – I did my homework on this one. I felt good about this one. Watching his fights back, you could see the grappling. It was very good. And the size, the size, the way in told the story in this one. Marcel, did you see how big he was? He was yeah, like, man, that shocked me. Bro, he, I, he should... I, I, I wanted to sway my pick, but you know, my, my ground rules never that's okay. change. That's, for... that's fine. I think you should stick to your ground rules for sure. You know, I just think this guy should make a move to 185. Cut some muscle out, you know, yeah. use the muscle. And he's just too small for this division, Marcel. Yes. Like, yeah. Yes. He, Never see, dude. It was massive. The only other fight I could think of was that Bay Malecki fight where she fought that girl, um, Veronica Macedo. I think there was like yeah. five. There's like a foot, not a foot difference, but and then we've seen Stefan Struve's fights too. Stuck to my like Mark Hunt versus Struve. I stuck to my guns on night. Yeah, it happens, man. I mean, listen, dude. There's gonna be some picks where I make bad next and I'm like, ah, why did I make that pick? But that was one I actually did my research and I really like Jung. The last fight, Ipica Sangane defeats Sasha Planica. I mean, we all thought that was gonna happen. You know, face some adversity in that first round. I mean, I, I think a lot of us were kind of sweating it a little bit, thinking mm, maybe this guy's going to, you know, maybe knock him out if the weight cut goes bad or something. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Impa is great. He called out Daniel Rodriguez after. That's a great fight. I would watch that fight. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, good showing by Impa. Good finish. Um, happy for him, man. After that uh, highlight real knockout he got against him against Joaquin Buckley, it's always good to come back and uh, show you're still there in another weight class. So, uh, really good, man. Uh, Congrats to him. And he's also also at Sanford right now. So, yeah. 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 And I know exactly. Honestly, when I heard him say that last week um, in the interview, he said, I'm at Stanford and, I, you know, the weight cut's going great. I'm like, all right, I have to pick this guy. I didn't bet him. He's on my range. 
but you know, I could have in hindsight. I just had some um, hesitation because I, you know, Sasha won his first fight as an underdog. I didn't want to like lay three to one on a guy and then have that happen again. That's that would hurt, you know, if that happened. You'd be like, damn it. But again, the matchup was good for him. We got like four minutes left. We can talk about we can take a few more questions, guys, if you want to throw them out there. Marcel, was there anything else that's like grinding your ears that you wanted to, to discuss? What about this guy, Jimmy Flick retiring? Uh, that surprised me. Yeah, kind of surprised. They, by the way, found an opponent already, JP Bice. We'll uh, fight uh, Francisco Figueredo now. Yeah, yeah but, we're, uh, we're, we're going to bet on Francisco Figueredo, I think, guys. We're going to bet against JP Bice. That guy does not want to fight. What are you going to say? Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, it was, it was surprising, man. I mean, I, I didn't see that one coming. Um, kind of sucks as well because I really like Jimmy Flick. Um, but, hey, if he's not in it anymore – be uh, be honest to yourself, you know, and he did that, and uh, I can respect that. By the way, uh, Adrian Yanez says, I heard a fight is rumored to be off of 262. Get me, like, my phone line's open. I don't know why they didn't put him on that card. Okay, this is going to be the last question we take for the day, because it'll take us a minute to talk about it, and then that's it. Any thoughts on <laughs> Rose's anti-China comments? Yeah, I mean, I saw the comments, guys. Um, and then, Yeah, I am, yeah. After that last performance, I have to. Um, any thoughts on Rose's anti-China comments? Yeah. Uh, uh, I hate when they bring in politics and like, you know, nationalities. And it kind of surprised me because Wheelie was saying some really nice things about Rose recently. Like she was, you know, Mike Tyson had said that she was going to get smoked or something by her. Like he said that she's going to get smashed or destroyed or something. And, you know, Wheelie said, you know, I really like Rose and I respect her and it's going to be a good fight. I don't like the comments. And then Rose comes out here with this, like, and the interview is so weird. Like that guy it's interviewing her, like he's so awkward in the interview, Marcel. He's like, ah, what is she saying? Like, Man, I don't know. What's your thoughts on this? It was kind of bizarre, actually. Kind of weird. I saw it like last last night or the day before. Um, I don't know what to think about it. To be honest, man, you know, I'm not I'm not really um, pointing fingers or whatever thing with people when and I'm may, uh, being uh, giving comments of about politics, about COVID, about whatever. You know, I'm, I'm not going really into that because I think. Uh, should be about the sport and people hate that when I say that all the time because I got a lot of shit for that last time on Twitter when I said that. But I mean, I'm not going to be involved in this kind of stuff. You know, it's it's not my business in my opinion, and I just want to see the fights. Um, it's whatever to me, man. It's it's is it a good comment, probably not, but uh, I, I'm not bothered with it. Uh, but it's probably not good to say such thing. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. All right, I think that's going to be it for today, guys. Um, again, thanks for joining us. It was a good show. We'll be back tomorrow. Marcel's going to join me 4 p.m. Eastern time. We'll be uh, previewing UFC Vegas 24. Is that what they're going to call, Marcel? UFC Vegas 24? Yeah. Okay. Or then, UFC on ESPN 22. <laughs> I, I, was, I used to do that, and it got so confusing. I'm just sticking with the Vegas thing now, whatever the hashtag is. Um, well, what I was going to say, uh, and then next week we're going to have fans back, which is going to be insane. So we'll talk about like that card next week's insane. I can't wait to talk about that card, but you have to get through tomorrow, next week's card or this week's card. That's tomorrow. So I'll be uh, doing my studying tonight, guys. I'm going to bust my, uh, my tail into the research and I'll give you guys some picks tomorrow. Hopefully some good ones and Marcel will too. So that's it for today. Marcel, plug your stuff, man. MMADNA.nl, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you want to look. And uh, my personal accounts are BigMarcel24 on Twitter and Instagram. Awesome, man. And you guys can find me on Twitter at Martin. as you all probably follow me already. Smash that subscribe button, the like button, bjpen.com, MMAOddsBreaker.com. Um, 
what else? Elite fantasy, elite betting. I know my boss liked those picks the other day too. Cause like, you know, what's funny, Marcel, the handicapping thing, like obviously I've been doing it forever, but now I have to like have my record tracked. And it's like, I was down four units to start with the first two events. And I was so nervous. I'm like, Oh, I can't do I'm not cut out for this. You know, since then I've, I think I'm up 10 units. So, I mean, you could tell guys, I put it, I put the research in, so it's paying off and I'm feeling better like about that. It, it gives me more confidence, you know, and, and, and all you guys coming here. I love. So anyways, that's what I was going to say. Uh, Marcel will be here with me tomorrow, 4 p.m. Eastern time. Peace.